Hello and welcome to Tech Demand Weekly. In our last couple of episodes, we've been exploring the world of Facebook marketing and today is no different. Whilst we have already looked at Facebook groups and messenger marketing, this week we take a look at the main way we as marketers can use the most popular social media platform, Facebook ads. Facebook has been devaluing the like over the years and it's very challenging to get any reach or visibility organically, which is not through ads. So anything you post on your business page on Facebook, Today, if you're lucky, maybe 1% of your fans will actually see your content that you post to your page. And it's really turned into a landscape of you need to pay to play and get any visibility through ads. You don't want to waste time just diving in there and just hoping that it works and targeting too broadly. You'll want to sit down with your team or your clients and really think about what the goal is, what your budget is, who you're trying to reach with what message. Agvilla de Fazio is a conversion-driven marketer and is passionate about helping businesses expand their online visibility and reach their goals via social media. Agvilla is the president of Acvertise.inc, a social media marketing and advertising agency based in California. To start our conversation, I asked Agvilla what the main differences are between a B2C Facebook ads campaign and a B2B one. There's honestly not that much of a difference. You're still trying to you know, sell your brand, a product or a service. It's just that the audience varies and the different type of ad copy and creatives that you might use. So in theory, it's the same, but you're just trying to figure out ways to reach the right audience and convey your message. I mean, essentially, B2B is literally all about getting that right target audience, isn't it? I mean, B2C brands can obviously just put out their message anywhere. And they know that they will find somebody in that group that will buy their, I don't know, can of Coke or or whatever it might be. But B2B, you have to actually get the right audience to hear your your advertisement in the first place, don't you? The, the audience targeting is very important, but you still can treat it the same. So I believe that the current status that 80% of all worldwide users that use the internet are on Facebook. So regardless of industry, whether you're B2B or B2C, your audience is most certainly there. It's just how you actually select that targeting in the campaigns to reach that right audience of people. Facebook obviously works really well for B2C because it's where people, i.e. consumers, are just hanging out, drinking coffee and, and chatting to each other. But what makes Facebook a good proposition for B2B marketers? It has the most robust targeting. It's still the least expensive option for online advertising for any type of business. Facebook and Instagram have been around for a long time. There's a lot of different ad placements. There's ways to reach people throughout the funnel, whether you're introducing yourself or they're a little bit of a warmer audience and you're looking to get them to you know, convert, whether it's to sign up as a lead, become a customer, maybe download something. So there's various ways to target those people. So how would you actually go about targeting those people with a with a Facebook ad then? There are three different levels. There's the campaign level, which is essentially the, the hub of the campaign that you're trying to maybe a special promotion or a type of audience that you're trying to target. And then within that campaign are the ad sets or the areas where you select your targeting for from your budget to the geolocation to different demographics based on interests, behaviors, uh, maybe age, gender, location, and maybe connections to an app they might have if it's yours or if they like a page or their friends of fans of your page. So there's a lot of different options, but Facebook has 
you know, they have tons of data and a lot of different options for those types of things. So you might be interested in a company or maybe a certain conference or, you know, if your company is not available for targeting uh, or sorry, like a, a competitor, you can find other ways to reach those types of people based on behaviors. So one thing for B2B we often look at is maybe by job title. Those ones tend to be very effective, uh, maybe different companies that might be related to what those decision makers or executive or business owners are interested in. So you can get really creative and there's just an endless opportunity of ways to reach the right people. I think one of the things that I've kind of found recently looking into Facebook marketing uh, in general has been the fact that Facebook from a a layman's sort of viewpoint of it is you know was there for for us and created for us as people to stay connected it was like the next step of friends reunited and just keeping in touch with everyone and then of course more and more layers were added to Facebook as it developed and 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 now we pretty much put everything about ourselves onto this website for all to see and even though you've got the you know the the, the privacy features uh, of Facebook essentially when you search for a person you will always see their you know their full name normally and 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 a job title or and at least an interest that they that they've marked and it's all about data that's been collected and i suppose in a way that is what makes facebook a marketer's dream because it is essentially a database full of individuals interests and and likes and that is a that's essentially exactly what you really want as a marketer is to have lots of people's information and to then be able to actually scale down and go right it's this group of people we want to target Yes, very much so. I think we're fortunate as marketers to have all this data. And Facebook does make it so we can't see who a certain person is in an audience. So there, there is that anonymity. But people are very forthcoming in wanting to share you know, what's going on with their day, what they're interested in. They like different pages. And everything you do on Facebook or other social channels uh, you know, the whole fiasco that happened last year with more of the general population becoming aware of just how advertising works, how social media works, and that, you know, nothing is truly free and that you are the product of these channels. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that Facebook itself is a business and they have to generate income and they do that through advertising. So what I often say, I feel like there's a double-edged sword being a marketer and advertiser myself that, you know, be careful what you post just think about what's out there and how you portray yourself. And most certainly use these channels, enjoy them for what they are, but everything you do goes into a database and then that could be used. And, you know, a lot of us marketers do work with great clients. We work in-house or at agencies where we try to work with brands that are doing good things for people and society and, you know, not putting things out there that would you know, essentially rob people of their money. And, but, you know, of course, like the good comes the bad. There's also companies that use it, you know, to their own advantage and don't do good things. So you always have to be cautious. And anytime, if you're unfamiliar with if something's an ad or not, you can just see it says usually sponsored above, but, you know, everyone is on there using it. Just be cautious how you use it. And as an advertiser, just be sure that you're speaking to your audience because like anything else, it's a relationship, right? You don't want to just say, here's my ad. Nice to meet you. Give me your wallet. You have to start 
cultivating that relationship and you know start with an introductory point we don't really live in a world where we can just expect to put one ad out there and have somebody convert and you know make me make that purchase or become a lead or provide their own contact information you have to give something helpful or you know incentives to get that stuff in return and build that relationship long term how important is it then to actually make sure that you're being consistent across not just Facebook, but all of your social media platforms with your message? There's so many different touch points that people experience with brands. And I forget where the stat was for, from, pardon me, but I think that on average, people have to see your brand about 17 times before they will make that purchase. And that goes from you know finding somebody on social media to seeing ads or just organic posts that aren't ads, maybe to coming through Google or Bing and finding you through search, or maybe email marketing. There's just so many different touch points that messaging should be consistent. So you're always top of mind. So when that person is ready to look for someone like your company, you will be top of mind and they'll most likely go to you because they've had a good experience seeing your ads or your posts throughout different channels. I mean, essentially, that's exactly why the big brands that we know in B2C, like, you know, like Coke or Microsoft, we we know so well. We've seen them for so many years now. They've been advertising for, well, we're, we're talking decades. You're You're essentially wanting to sort of have a scaled down version of that, aren't you? Yes, very much so. And just because you work in B2B doesn't mean that you can't be on these social channels outside of LinkedIn, which is more, you know, professionally based. But uh, Hootsuite came out with a study not long ago saying that 90% of B2C brands use Facebook, but a really high percentage of 89% of B2B brands also use Facebook. So there's plenty of opportunity there to get in front of your right audience. I think it's one of those things that that people kind of... I don't, I don't know whether people sort of see Facebook as as being a little bit too, I don't know, maybe childish for, for B2B. B2B is kind of seen as this big mature juggernaut of, of businesses who, who don't interact with humans, they interact with other businesses. And of course, Facebook is all about personal connections. Very much so. But, you know, those decision makers and executives, they are on Facebook and they might be doing it on their lunch break in between work, commuting to work, and they're just checking in with people in their lives. But if they see something that can help them in their work, whether it's to make them more efficient, to make them look good, to provide them some sort of resources, tools, that's going to make an impact. And if you can get them to click your ad and at least get into your funnel and you can remarket to them later, which is if you've ever been to a website and you don't complete an action like make a purchase or download, and then you go to another website and you start seeing ads all over the web for them, that's one way to get people to your site and get them tagged with that code on your site and then show different messaging across different platforms to them. So then that way, if maybe they saw you on Facebook in the morning when they were drinking their coffee, they came into work later, maybe after a meeting lunch, they saw another ad of yours on LinkedIn, and maybe that was the correct time for them to you know, move a little further down the funnel and potentially convert. So as long as you get people in, Facebook's a great introductory point. And as you said, People are there to socialize. So while it might not be the right time for them to look further into your company, then you can already get them into your funnel if they just are enticed or interested enough to click on your ad to begin with. Thanks, Akvilla. We'll take a short break now. But when we return, we'll get Akvilla's top tips for a Facebook ads campaign. Tech Demand is a B2B platform who specialize in connecting organizations with their customers. 
Tech Demand create unique and engaging specialist content which is evergreen for generating campaign success. Visit the website tech-demand.com to discover how Tech Demand can help you. Welcome back to Tech Demand Weekly. This week I'm joined by Akvilla DeFazio and we're talking all about Facebook ads. I wanted to know what the different types of campaigns you can run are and the differences in them. So currently there are about, uh, I believe there are 13 different campaign objectives. So Facebook splits them up in awareness campaigns. You can do a campaign that's for brand awareness or reach. And Facebook's algorithm will show people those ads will give them more impression share and those are lower cost because typically those are used with colder audiences as an introductory point. As people move down your funnel a little bit, there's a lot more campaign options under like the consideration stage portion. So this is people that might be a little bit of warmer audiences or you don't mind spending a little bit more. You can do a traffic campaign to send people to your website and Facebook will show these ads to people that are based on their behaviors and interests that are more likely to click an ad and go to your site. If you work with apps, there's also an app installs campaign type, there's video views, lead generation is a huge one for B2B. However, there's a caveat from the years that we've been doing this with these lead generation ads on Facebook, they are built in ad units. So you don't have to leave Facebook. You can just put in your contact information, whether it's your name, email, phone number, you decide in the template what contact information you will want to acquire. But one thing we've noticed with those that those tend to be really high volume in acquiring leads and at a lower cost. However, they do tend to be lower quality leads opposed to maybe a traffic campaign when you're sending people directly to your website and they're that much more interested to actually leave Facebook and go to your website and fill a lead gen form there. Those ones do tend to be a little bit more expensive since there aren't as many people doing that, but those are much higher quality leads. And just uh, if you're further down the funnel and maybe they still haven't converted and you want them to, maybe you have a special promotion going on or you want to test different ad copy or creatives to get them to really finish that conversion. There are conversion types of campaigns and there's some other ones for like catalog sales and store visits, but those are more typically used with B2C or e-commerce brands. So it's the one thing that I always have kind of heard from a lot of marketeers is is that thing of wanting to get people to your website. And of course, Facebook is, it allows you to kind of have a second website by having a Facebook page for your business. But it's not the same and it's not quite the big thing that obviously your actual website will will provide for you. So what you were saying there about the the fact that there is a, a particular Facebook ad campaign that will drive traffic to your website and that creates the the higher quality leads that that really resonates I think and will do with other marketeers. Yeah, certainly test out both and see how they fare for your company, but typically what we've seen across the board is that you know, lead generation campaigns, they are lower cost, higher volume, but lower quality. And traffic is typically the opposite for all three of those categories. I think it just sort of, for, for me, I've kind of always sort of gone, well, I'd, I'd want people to visit my website. I, that's where I want the people to come to. It's not, you know, great that they come and they might like my page on Facebook, but really I want them in my own space. I want them to come and actually see me, not just see me in my, I don't know, pop-up shop, I suppose, in a way. <laughs> exactly. That's a great way of putting it. Plus, you know, we don't know 
what's going to happen with Facebook in the future. And they own those users if they like your page. But the thing is, if you send somebody to your website, they can get tracked with the pixel. They might sign up for your newsletter. They are on your site and, you know, quote unquote, the, you kind of own that user rather than Facebook owns them because they came to a property that is, belongs to you. And just another thing to be mindful of that uh, Facebook has been devaluing the like over the years, and it's very challenging to get any reach or visibility organically, which is not through ads. So anything you post on your business page on Facebook today, if you're lucky, maybe 1% of your fans will actually see your content that you post to your page. And it's really turned into a landscape of you need to pay to play and get any visibility through ads. So what are the first steps to creating your Facebook ads campaign? First, you'll want to create a strategy. You don't want to you know, waste time just diving in there and you know, just hoping that it works and targeting too broadly. You'll want to sit down with your team or your clients and really think about what the goal is what your budget is, who you're trying to reach with what message, and start with setting up the campaign, which is just the the title and the different, um, you know, if you're looking to do the budget management under the campaign or under the ad sets. But this is a caveat. In September of this year, Facebook is making campaign bid optimization or setting your budget at the campaign level, rather than the individual ad set levels, uh, the standard come this year. So once you get past the campaign, the ad set is where you will do most of the work when setting up your campaigns. And that is where you group it by different targeting. Uh, Just as a caveat there, that if you select multiple interests and behaviors, Facebook does not yet have, or they just don't share the data with us as marketers of the different performance for every type of audience you select. So one thing that we often do and recommend to clients that they do, uh, we're just consulting is to set up audiences that are more individualized and different ad sets. So then that way you can tell which audience is working and which is not and optimize or improve your campaigns going forward like that. And once you've set up your targeting based on your budget, geography, you know, gender, language, different interests and behaviors, then you can go to the ad level and that is where you create your ads. And you write the copy for above the creative, uh, below, select your images or your videos. If you're doing videos, highly recommend doing captions. You can easily do that through Facebook where you just click a button and it could scan your video and provide the script if there's any dialogue. Just be sure to review it before saving it, especially if you have an unusual brand name or you have somebody with an accent speaking because oftentimes, you know, Machines are smart, but they do miscaption quite a bit. And if you have your own SRT or subrip text file, you can also upload that there because 85% of Facebook users watch videos without sound, according to Forbes. And Facebook also autoplays without sound. And we also don't want to disregard anybody that might be hearing impaired. So just things to be mindful of. Am I right in saying that there are three three places that a Facebook ad can appear on on Facebook. I've got in my head that you've got obviously a timeline advert and then there's on the right hand. So so this is if you're actually on the Facebook website on your laptop or computer, but on the right hand side, so outside of the feed, there's a space for an advert there. And then there's a third place as well, which off the top of my head, I've completely forgotten about. 
There are actually more than that. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, they've expanded quite a bit. So you are correct. Uh, on desktop, you will see the right-hand column ad, which is the smaller ones, but however, those do not show up on mobile. So you'll see the, the newsfeed or timeline ads. There are also new marketplace ads. So those ones will show up in the marketplace area if you have that available. It's kind of like Craigslist within Facebook. There are also messenger ads, which I know that you and Chris Tan talked about recently, and those are very effective. You can see them if you click through the messenger app and there's a discover area or they show up in between messages you might have, or you can create other ones that show up like ads in the newsfeed that you can click and start a conversation with a brand there. There's also uh, ones that are embedded within videos there, and then Instagram's a part of Facebook now, so you have Instagram stories, you have the Instagram newsfeed, and uh, you also have Facebook stories. And they're really trying to make a big push for that because ephemeral or short form video content is becoming very popular. And one great way to reach older audiences, because Instagram does tend to sway a little bit younger, is that taking any stories you do on Instagram and promoting them through Facebook as well and reaching those older audiences. So are there any particular features that Facebook ads have that you would recommend our listeners should be using when they're setting up their ads campaigns? Hmm. There are so many features. That's what makes it great and always keeps us on our toes as marketers and business owners. But with different features, I highly recommend getting into video. You don't have to hire more staff or get expensive equipment or studio time anywhere. You could just use your phone, which you know mostly everyone has these days, and just create videos because you know there's just so much stimulus that we have on different websites, on social channels that if you can get somebody to you know, get their thumb to stop on a screen with just some subtle motion, that's very effective. So you can trust that with just about every campaign option on Facebook. So testing video, uh, that's a great feature. But honestly, there's just so many different things. And depending on your business goals and what you're trying to achieve, who you're trying to reach, test out the different options that are available to you. Because what might work well for one brand may not for another or one audience or not another. And that's the, the fun part of it. You get to be creative and see how just how well the system can work for accomplishing your business goals. What would be your top tips for using Facebook ads? Test everything. <laughs> I love to audience targeting on Facebook. Just go and see what's o- what options are available that are relevant to you. Create an, a list of audiences based on interests, behaviors, and just determine their priority of who is the most relevant to you. One thing that we didn't get a chance to talk about, but one big tip that I have is to create lookalike audiences. And, and what those are, if you aren't familiar, is that you can take a list. So say, for instance, uh, you can upload or create custom audiences based on the website pixel. So you can target people that have been to your website previously, or you can upload an email list of your leads, uh, maybe uh, newsletter subscribers, or any other email list that you might have, maybe from podcast listeners or webinars or white paper download emails and upload that into Facebook. And what you can do is click one button that says, look, create a lookalike. And what that does is if you're trying to find new relevant people to reach, lookalike audiences will create a new audience for you of people that are similar based on interests and behaviors and other data that they have to that list. So say you have a customer list. 
Facebook can create a lookalike of those customers and it works super well. And I hate to admit it, but I'm kind of a control freak when it comes to campaigns. I love doing a lot of things manually and you know doing research on audiences, but lookalikes tend to beat everything else out. And they've done an exceptional job creating that feature for advertisers. So if you haven't done so yet, try a lookalike audience and see how it does for you. Are there any ad campaigns that you've seen that you've particularly liked? Great question. So I have two that come immediately to mind. One's B2B, one's B2C. MailChimp for the B2B side, uh, they are an email service provider and they have really great Facebook ads. They You can check them out if you go to the business page and in the left-hand side, there's an option that came up last year that you can actually see which ads are running for that brand at that time. So take a peek at what they're doing, but they do really great videos of just showing their audiences or customers you know, using their product on the go. So for instance, one that I remember was there's this young man, he lives in New York City, he's a music producer, and he uses MailChimp to send emails for his business. And you could see him getting into a cab and just looking at the app and just checking in and easily, you know, running his business on the go. And it was really well done. It's nice, it's short, and really gets the point across and makes the brand seem like they really know what they're doing. And on the B2C side, if you want to check out something fun, if you think that maybe your business isn't as exciting as maybe, I don't know, a new Tesla or something that's just hot in the news, but uh, Purple, they are based in Utah and they make mattresses and really great sheets. And they get so creative where it's like you have this just random thing in your house that you know, it it seems like it's just a standard thing that you own, but they've brought so much life into just mattresses and, you know, just bed products that they do these really great videos and just check them out for yourself. They're humorous and there's a really great way to get inspired of how you can turn something, basically anything into a really creative, fun and successful brand. My thanks to Agvilla DeFazio. You can find out more about how Acvilla can help you with your online presence at our company's website, acvertised.com. Thanks for listening to Tech Demand Weekly. From next week, we turn our attention to the world of podcasting. I hope you'll join me then.